And I'm delighted to welcome Arlene White, um, wearer of many hats. Um, so she is the coordinator for the Clare Walks, chair of the Killaloo uh, Historical Society and also the chair of the Tourism East Clare Initiative. So we wanted to bring Arlene in to find out how tourism has been in East Clare over this year and um, what's coming up. So Arlene, thank you very much for joining us. And thanks for inviting me. Um, so I suppose just tell us about the Tourism East Clare Initiative. Well, basically, it's a group of volunteers um, that all work or own tourism businesses in the area that have come together to try and kind of provide um, or create a sustainable community um, for tourism in East Clare and to basically get it on the map as a Mm. destination. So that was the the main aim behind um, the committee being set up in the first place. So we've been working away, ploughing away for a number of years now. Um, but I think we're, in recent years, we've um, we've developed a lot more. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, a number of things, you know, aligning with Ireland's Hidden Heartlands, yes. um, their yeah. brand of slow tourism and active in nature and all that, we, we kind of have that and that's yeah. what we've been promoting. And also, even though we don't want to go back to talking about COVID, but when um, restrictions lifted, um, in back in 2020, I think it was the summer of 2020, there was an awful lot of people coming to this area yeah. because, you know, you can take off walking and meet nobody. Mm. You can get out on the lake kayaking or, you know, um, swimming. You're in no close contact yes, to anyone. Yeah. So a lot of people, I think if domestic visitors, obviously we with no international, but domestic visitors were discovering or rediscovering this mm. area. And I think that that has had a huge benefit yeah, on tourism yeah. in East Clare. Yeah. And so when did the actual initiative start? It is going well. I have been involved since about 2018. Yeah. Um, I think there was a predecessor, which was East Clare Tourism. Yes. That's and then true. Tourism East Clare came into play. So, yeah, we I've, as I say, been involved since I think it was about 2018. I was mm. I was roped in yeah. um, in 2020. We applied for leader funding. Um, and that was to develop a tourism networking mm-hmm. and product development, mm-hmm. you know, develop mm-hmm. a plan for it to see where we were going. And we were lucky that we got um, a lady from Ogunlo, yeah. uh, Aoife O'Mara, and she is or was at the time a student of journalism. And she came on board and we just it's just been amazing since yeah, yeah. she's still with us. Um, but she just understood marketing she understood social media so much better than we could i suppose as volunteers trying to put that time into it and you know she her aim was to always develop a kind of a a community of local people as well that would almost become ambassadors for the area you know so it wasn't just tourism bodies selling the area but just um that people would be selling the area themselves and sharing and liking and, you know, promoting events that were going on in their locality Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing, which is what's happening. And that has led to a really, really successful newsletter that at the moment is weekly. In the quieter times, it's fortnightly. So it's still, and it's still always full. And Um, how can people actually sign up to it? If you go onto our website, visit eastclare.ie, 
a little button will come up at the top and it will ask you if you want to subscribe and you just put in your name and your email address and nice. you will get that by email then every at the moment as I say every week yeah but we were initially thinking yeah this will be a monthly newsletter mm. but there is just so much happening in the area yeah that it's as I say in the quieter times it's fortnightly but at yeah. the moment it's weekly yeah. You know, one of the problems I suppose East Clare has is a lot of tourist areas have is, is the drive by tourist, yes. and it's a drive by location, and it's beautiful too. Um, the, the, the issue is attracting people to stay, isn't it? To, yeah. to, to, to yeah. actually spend their time and their money, yeah, in, yeah. in the area, you know. That, That's it. And yeah. very often, when you're a place like this, between say, um, between two points, Limerick and Galway, or whatever, yeah, people yeah. They will take it in. You know, that is the the issue, isn't it? Yeah, and that's we've always been aware of that. And obviously, the accommodation base in this part, you know, we're, yeah. we're, we're not overrun with accommodation know, as well, yeah. which is an issue. But, you know, we've been working towards, and that's one of our, our aims going forward, is that, you know, you would be developing packages mm-hmm. and bundles and reasons for people to stay here yeah reasons yeah. for people yeah. to stay in the area and i mean there is so much to do like you have you have walks you have water activities you have you know beautiful shops craft shops you mm-hmm. have quirky yeah. cafes you yeah, know you have, restaurants yeah, yeah, yeah. we have so much to offer yeah. so it's just trying to get that story out mm-hmm. that it's not just you don't just come and have a walk by the lake but there is yeah. so much more yeah. you know I'm also interested in your in the, in the is it the East Clare walks Clare walks Clare yeah, walks yeah, yeah. That um, are there walking groups or is it do, do, do you just market that to individuals or are there local walking groups um, that for instance I used to live in the Schlieve Blooms up in in, um, in County Leash before we came okay. here and there was a Schlieve Bloom walking club so they yeah. used to put out a, a list and there was local volunteers that would lead the walks yeah uh, is there anything like a, that yeah there is there's an East Clare walking club and there's West Clare walking club and all that what we did was we initially started um, as Clare Walks because, okay. you know, the, the Clare Walks as an organisation is going for 25 years as a voluntary organisation and the East Clare Way and the Mid Clare Way has been in place for that length of time. Okay. So when I started with the company about six years ago, money was slowly starting to flow again after yeah. the recession and everything. And I was applying for money, grant money to upgrade certain parts of the walks. Yeah. And I realised, why are we upgrading them when we're not... You know, when people aren't out walking them or, you yes, know, yeah, obviously you have your, your yeah. hot points. Yeah. So what we started doing, and this was as a result of talking to people and realizing there was a little bit of a gap. We started organizing walks for active agers. Mm-hmm. So we've changed. We changed that over the years to ramblers because people didn't like being called active agers. <laughs> but we started that walk or that um, initiative. And because it was for the people that didn't want to be going off and doing mountain climbs or gone for four or five hours a day. Mm. So our aim with that initially was we walk for anything between five and 10K. Mm -hmm. We generally try not to throw in loads of hills or whatever. And always at the end, we have, well, pre-COVID, we have a cup of tea and scone or something like that afterwards. Now, since we started back in July of last year, obviously with more people walking as they did during during lockdowns and everything yeah, yeah, and people yeah. uncovering their own areas. We have started walking the second each every second Thursday and we're averaging about twenty five people on each walk. Wow. As I say, we promote it as primarily an active agers group yeah, or ramblers yeah. group. 
but it's open to everyone. You know, we've had people during the summer with their kids come and walking with us. And what we generally do is we walk in East Clare one week and two yeah. weeks later, then we walk maybe closer to Mid Clare. Okay. So people yeah. aren't travelling long distances. We walk from 11 till usually about 1. And how can people get involved? If they, they can actually check, look at our Facebook page or our mm-hmm. website, we keep that, or they can send me a text if they yeah. want to come. So it's 86 Three five eight six two nine three. You can just send me a text if you are interested, yeah. and we put you on a text list. Nice. What's that number again? Zero eight six three five eight six two nine three. Two nine three. Um, and what we have a text list. I think there's about one hundred and seventy people on it. Wow. Obviously, we wouldn't have one hundred and seventy yeah. walking, but we're averaging um, about twenty five yeah. every every second week, as I say, every second Sorry. Thursday. Um, and that's going really well. And the the thing we're hearing over and over again is, oh my God, I never knew. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I, know. You know, yeah, I never yeah, knew. Yeah. Like we were in Whitegate, for yeah. example, last Thursday. I never knew Whitegate was so beautiful. Yes. I never knew the drive over here any, even mm. was so beautiful. And it's all about people getting to places they never normally would walk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, some people don't like walking on quieter roads on their own. So exactly. it's, it's yeah. the opportunity yeah. to do this mm. and go with the group and can I just ask as well because last year I did a, a walking fundraiser and I was yes. fortunate that there were a couple of people that said oh come and walk and we'll yeah. go in my area and it was lovely I got to see different places that I hadn't known um, but one of the things is I was doing this fundraiser with my dog yes. and I know some people like to go and walk with dogs but what is the thinking in terms of going on these like official walks not necessarily the walking group but in terms of areas that will be part of Clare walks are dogs okay to bring or not okay yeah, like they would always, I mean, I have two dogs as well. Yeah. So the the issue with dogs really is if people are letting them off near farmland or yes, near people's yeah. houses. That is always the issue. So I would say, you know, dogs are always welcome because yeah. obviously if you want to walk, if you have a dog, yeah, you want yeah, to be walking yeah. with your dog. But just to keep them on a lead and yeah. obviously clean up after. Yeah, them, absolutely. You know, and we would welcome, we had a dog on our, our mm. looped walk the yeah. other day now, you know. If and is there the concern though, if, if a load of people turn up with dogs and the dogs could end up fighting? Fight, and yeah. Well, that yeah. could be an yeah. issue yeah. as well. And we have, I, I ended up bringing my dog one day on a walk um, and there was about three or four other dogs. We yeah. just split yeah. up, you know, yeah. you can just split it up. So that's, yeah. that's yeah. fine. But people do, do bring their dogs and um, that's fine too, you yeah. know. Yeah. I think the other thing as well is that, um, like, so I, I was never an outdoor person. I was never, um, I was never an outdoor person. So I actually decided to start changing the narrative and actually just go out yeah. and do that. You know, so basically I was fortunate that I came across, there was a, an organization called FIA Mountaineering. Okay. And basically what they do is they actually do mountain skills training. Oh, yes. yes and yes. so I got to do that. But what happened as well was I realized that I have a huge fear of heights. Now, okay. I knew that I did, but I thought, oh, sure, we're just walking up hills. But some of them are incredibly steep. Yeah. Um, and so it was just that thing of having experienced people be able to yeah. kind of be there I felt comfortable, I felt safe yeah, yeah. and learned how to read a map and do all those kind yes. of things. So are there any kind of skills training in that way that will be available through Clare Walks? Not through, well, we did do a course previously through the Irish Heart Foundation and Clare Sports Partnership. Yeah. Um, and Brendan and myself, who are the, the guides, at, main guides at the moment, we would have done a course in community walk leadership. Mm. So that yeah. would be setting up um, a walking group in your locality yeah, and just yeah. how to deal with that and there are different levels and it does get up to um, leading a walk on you know on a, um, a hill yeah, you know yeah, um, yeah, yeah. 
So they are, it's the Irish Heart Foundation yeah. run those from time to time. Yeah. Now, as I say, we ran one in Clare um, with funding we got through, I mm. think it was the Creative Ireland. Because they're fantastic because I definitely feel much more confident now Yeah, yeah. going out for walks. Whereas before, I was just like, it, once it was a main path, I was fine. Yeah, you know, Whereas yeah. now I kind of go, well, obviously I wouldn't do it by myself. Yeah. But again, just to even explore land that you normally wouldn't. And I think one thing, and that's something we may look at, is even reading a map. Yeah. Because I couldn't read a map mm. um, I actually genuinely couldn't read a map yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember God love her I wasn't long with the job and we had an inspector down yeah. from Sport Ireland and the idea was you'd drop her at a place where she could only walk and meet her at the other side mm. and I don't know how many times I got the poor woman lost <laughs> um, or well I got lost and left her waiting but just even to be able to read a map yeah. is just an amazing thing and it's so easy I'll give you the details of, of the guy I went to because he was fantastic now and yeah. that was one of the things was how to read the map how yeah. to actually yeah. read the and landscape are you talking about uh, the, the, the Ordnance Survey map for the area Either that yeah, or yeah. the walks maps the that walks are there maps or, yeah, you know, yeah, just yeah, just yeah. to be able to recognise, OK, I'm here, yeah. you know, and, yeah, and this yeah, is the yeah. way I need to yeah. go to follow the route yeah. or whatever. Because from time to time, you know, we have um, maintenance staff out on the walks um, through our community employment scheme. We have six people dedicated to the walks and they're always out checking and all that. But if we have a storm and a sign yeah. goes down mm. and a walker is out three days later you know it's yeah, yeah. it's just it's so yeah. important to know okay uh, yeah I'm yeah. heading this way and yeah. have that yeah. because I wouldn't without a map or without knowing where I am I have no sense of direction and a lot of people maps, are the same I, I don't even know how I'd get anywhere without yeah maps. exactly well, I have no sense of direction yeah. anyway yeah, yeah. Um, so you know. it's yeah so I mean it's, we're always open to initiatives yeah. like that because yeah. it's so important yeah. you know to be able to do that and the last thing you want is to hear that somebody got lost got lost yeah. 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 And, yeah. and can yeah. I ask in terms of even then tourism how has tourism been actually this year I think overall so far it's been good mm. now we are getting reports that obviously you know the international market isn't back to mm. 2019 levels which it will be a while hopefully yeah. it will get mm -hmm. back there um, and because domestic tr people you know local people are more going abroad because they've been able to I think in June when the school mm. was finished there yeah. was like a, a, a mass exit yeah. 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 Um, so you know some people have I won't say suffered but some people have noticed they were a little bit quieter than they were last year some activities yeah. and stuff but I think overall definitely it has been it has been quite good yeah. you know it yeah. has been busy yeah. you just even drive past Two Mile Gate, two mile gate yeah. yes it's, it's, and nightmare yeah. at the yeah. moment but yeah. you know I think yeah. area, areas in general have been busy yeah. in East Clare and around the lake um, yeah. over the summer season funnily enough I was talking to a person in our own area was B&B &B and they said that um, the car hire crisis has had a huge impact on B&B &B business yeah. because yeah. especially they yeah. can't, people can't hire cars can't yeah. afford them so they're not travelling yeah. using B&Bs you know yeah. so. and public transport obviously isn't yeah. I wanted to hire a car for a day or two just to try a different type of car because I'm looking to change my car and it was instead of being maybe 20 euro it was 100 euro yeah. A day, yeah, yeah that's and it's just like right. Well, I'm grand with what I have then. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And there's, you know, the likes of Clare Tourism and Fulcher Ireland, and you know, they're they're kind of lobbying for for change in that. Yes, because yes. yeah. yeah. they yeah. recognise that, you know, and the same with. You know, we're lucky down here, I suppose, in this part of the country, but the likes of Dublin with the, the massive price increases in mm -hmm. hotel yeah. accommodation yeah. and everything, yeah. like it's yeah. just... And can I ask, obviously, there's been a huge reduction in availability of staff and hospitality mm -hmm. as well. So even in terms of, is there even the ability to deal with volumes of people coming in if places don't have staff so like I am hearing about B&Bs that might be closing down I think mm. took COVID as the opportunity to go was thinking of winding yeah, down anyway yeah. so now yeah. I will do it um, and like we're fortunate now like we've got the Killaloo Spa Hotel yeah. is reopened and you know so it, 
do you think that, like, what do we need to do to keep tourism sustainable? Well, that's it. I mean, staff is a huge thing and mm. people are really struggling. Um, and again, it's something you hear over and over again. Any kind of meeting we go to, mm. it is staff is an issue. And tr- it's, see, it's, I don't know if there's a short term fix because there's a lot of initiatives, again, with Fault Ireland and that mm. in training staff and encouraging younger people to get yeah. into the, yeah. the industry. Yeah. yeah. But that's not a short-term mm. fix. Yeah. Um, and, like, I don't know mm. if there is an answer to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, there was, uh, there's talking about people coming in from abroad, but then their visas take so long to, to come through and everything. Mm. So, like, there are, again, Fault Ireland have put in place um, programs with transition year students, yeah. you know, trying okay. to get them involved. Mm-hmm. But that's a little bit yeah. down along the well, line. I think every industry is struggling, really. Every yeah. industry is struggling, I think, yeah. really. Yeah. Um, the tourism was probably probably worst affected mm. but you know you hear it all over that people are looking for even building yeah. builders and, yeah. and they can't yeah. get them yeah. you know yeah. it's it's mm. it I think it has just changed everything yeah um, and, and Donna happier note what's coming up for tourism East Clare what's coming up for uh, like Clare walks as well are there any kind of events or initiatives coming up um I suppose with tourism East Clare we're just our aim really is to continue with the you know continue keeping it on keeping mm. it on the map yeah um keeping it alive keeping it regular so that people still know we're here um we have ideas of in terms of the the tourism east clear committee we have ideas of setting up um working groups mm. you know to benefit the different industries so whether it be an accommodation group or a you know yeah. an activities group or water sports group and we'd also like to um, set up a sustainable tourism group, yeah, you know, nice, to, yeah. to look at the sustainability of tourism in this area, in East Clare and in Loch Derg. Mm. So that's kind of the idea. Obviously, Holy Island will be yes, a huge benefit yeah, to East yeah, Clare. Yeah. You know, it will and be. What's the timetable there for the... Now, I've heard recently um, that they're looking at maybe 2023. Okay. So not too far away. Mm. I don't know if there are definite plans for that, but there, yeah, there was yeah. talk of having things ready for... For 2023, okay, um, on some level. Okay. And how can businesses actually join the Tourism East Clare? Yeah, if you go on to the website, yeah. Um, so it's visitisclare.ie. As I said, there is a section for membership, or they can get in con- contact with us. So mm-hmm. Secretary of Tourism East Clare or Marketing at tourismeastclare.ie. Okay, they'd be two websites, um, or just Google Tourism East Clare, and you'll find us somewhere. Yeah. Um, like you can become a member of Tourism East Clare for 50 euro for yes. the year, and you get a dedicated advert on the website you get you know promotion through the social media channels you can get write-ups mm-hmm. like Aoife is always looking for opportunities to to promote you know new businesses or if quirky business ideas yes. or you know yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of thing she's always looking at, at ways to to promote that um so anyone like that they're, mm. they're welcome to get in touch and as I said earlier it's all about as well, local people getting involved as ambassadors mm. for the mm. area and bringing people to the area, telling yeah. people how wonderful it is. Nice, you know? yeah. Well, yeah. absolutely. And I, I know I was briefly involved through Seed Savers with the Tourism yes. East Clare Committee, so I think the work that you're doing is fantastic. Um, but can you just remind people then the social media page is the website? Yeah, so it's visiteastclare.ie um, and visiteastclare are the, the social media handles. Okay, yeah. and then for Clare Walks? Clare Walks, we're uh, clarewalks.ie and again, Clare, Clare Walks, Walks Limited. Um, you'll find us and you'll find details of all our walks and all the the funding and projects we're doing at the moment. So, 
Okay, so Arlene White, thank you very much. Um, and again, just to remind Arlene's many hats, so she's the chair of the Tourism East Clare Committee. She's also the chair of the Historical Society and the coordinator of Clare Walk. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank um, you very much.